back to the DS Chronicles of Demon Slayer podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Ronnie. Cheers. Today we are here to cover Season 1, Episode 11, Suzumi Mansion of good. Demon Slayer. Thank you. You gotta ignore the T. You know, they put the yeah. T in there, and I say, get it away from me. It's like a possum. You ignore the O. Now this is an episode. That is one thing I will say about it. Oh, it's a good one. We got a good I one, folks. I saw you at work today. You came up. You said, hey, Ronster. That's what you call me at work sometimes. You don't really do it on the podcast, but you do it at work. Mm-hmm. You said, uh, did you do your notes last night? I said, well, actually, I just did it on the first episode we're going to record. I did not do it on the second one. And you started laughing, and your eyes kind of rolled in the back of your head out of oh, like yeah, they did. a joyous emotion. And I went, uh, why? And you went, and I saw how the last episode ended. I saw us uh, you know, get close to Cheeto Puff, yeah. and you were like... I was just talking with Trav. I told Trav. You could smell the dust. Yeah. I looked down at my fingers and they were just Cheeto. And I went, oh God. (laughs) And you went, I was talking to Trav. I told him what episode we were on and he just went, oh boy. And oh boy's right. Um, What did you think about the episode? Yeah. So Cheeto Puff, he is on the cover art for the show's page on Hulu Netflix. So I knew he was a major player. Um... Overall, outside of the one thing I obviously did not like, I actually enjoyed the episode. We're going to get into it. How did you feel about it? The episode, like, what's your, the other parts of the episode, I think I have a good grasp of what you don't like about the episode. <laughs> okay. Is, no spoilers. <laughs> no It is really cool. It is, like, the other parts of it. And I do think I know what you don't like. Oh, wow. This is perhaps exciting. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get into it. I'm excited. We start back up with the crow. He needs a name. The crow needs a name. For all of a sudden, you were like against this guy because you were, didn't like how nope. he was shouting directions. Well, he's like, "Oh, go this way, go this way." Tanjiro just shattered his leg and shattered. He did not his shatter wrist. his leg. He's absolutely pretty much fine. That is exactly. If I was his doctor, he walked in. I would say, <laughs> "Well, after reviewing you, I would say that you're actually pretty much close to being he, fine." He is kind of acting like our coworker, where he's just like, "Oh, I've got this like." thing in my rib cage where it's just like it yeah. can just disintegrate at any moment we have a, yeah we have a co-worker for those who haven't heard of him before we refer to him as Backman jones <laughs> because he's always holding his back when only when people are looking at him it's all yeah, very yeah. much for show he is a bitch and this past week he went to get an ultrasound because something <laughs> he was having stomach pains he's not pregnant there is something in it there they wanted to check out not a boy out. or a girl <laughs> Yeah, it is a fatty liver. <laughs> he went, well, Doc, give me the news, boy or girl. He said, it is a fatty liver. Quit drinking so much alcohol every single weekend. You go to too many breweries. And then he went to the ER two days later. So, And then he came back to work Monday and was like, yeah, they don't know what's going on. He's like, I'm beginning to think I just got to work through this. That guy sucks. And All then right. today he said... I don't have to take my muscle relaxers anymore. I feel great. I said, good for you, buddy. It's like, congratulations on paying all those bills for nothing. Um, You got a name for the crow? <sighs> Give me five seconds. All right. Start counting right now. One. Two. You want to count out loud or you want me to do it in my head? Uh, I don't want to knock you off your train. And loud. it's been five seconds and you still don't have anything. Out loud. One. Two. Three. Four, five. Scarecrow. That's all I could come up with. 
All right, so we'll just let it come naturally when something good shows up. <laughs> Five seconds is way too little. <laughs> uh, Cheeto Puff, when the crow tells us, go to southeast, go southeast. Cheeto Puff is freaking out on a woman when his sparrow, remember he got a sparrow rather than a crow? I forgot about that. and it made me, I was like, what is this bird? And then when it started chittering and chattering so much, I went, oh, and it's it looks, a sparrow. It looks like the sparrow in Pokemon. That's why I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is. Okay. Uh, he flies up to Tanji with a lot to say. Now, the crow, when it gives direction, it just speaks Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> the sparrow speaks sparrow. Which Tanji is apparently very fluent in. Yeah, I could not... Okay, I couldn't tell right here if Tanji was fucking with him, and yeah. he just said, oh, that's what the Sparrow said, or if he was being dead serious that he heard everything the Sparrow said. Yeah, I, I mean, and then I was like, Ronnie, you forgot the two-episode arc where he learns when he's taking sparrow classes. the uh, Duolingo's uh, Sparrow lessons. Chirping? Yes. He's fluent in chirp. Turns out Cheeto Puff has been implementing a move I have seen one chess chart pull a time or two, which is just sob at the feet of a lady requesting her hand in marriage. How's it work out, Jazz? Did it's you not like working this form? good. I actually got a gift the other day. It's called Grow a Girlfriend. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm beginning to believe that if I don't do that soon, I'm not going to have one. Yeah. You you were. You were given a gift um, for people who want to know what the Grow a Girlfriend is. It is essentially, it starts off just the size of about a finger, Yeah. a phalange. You put it in water for, uh, it says it'll start growing at four hours and will be fully grown at 72 hours. So keep it submerged for a while. Yeah. Where it will then grow six times the size it started off with. You were excited, you needed one, but instead um, it was kind of like the 50-year-old divorcee that works at our uh, place just... Stole it from me. He you. stole it. He stole it from me. And granted, he might need it more than I do, yeah. for all I know. He um, might. But then I thought about it at the same time, and I was like, God, I have got to grow one of those. <laughs> yeah. So No, I, I was waiting to see your results, and then I was like, okay, I do need to invest in one of these. Yeah. Um, Cheetos recalls the time they met before, and Tanji pulls the classic... I don't believe we've met before. Yeah. He's like, there's no way I, w- I would know this sorry sack of shit. Right. Have you ever had this happen to you when someone didn't remember you? Yeah, and I've done the same thing. Well, and I didn't ask that question because you are a very forgetful person. I said, yeah, and I've done the same thing. I know. But when it comes to people, I'm better than you. I will give you that. I will give you okay. that. <laughs> but I'm also not surprised that you forgot someone. Um, any story to tell there when someone forgot you, how it affected your emotions? I'd really have to think about it. I know it's definitely happened. Um, oh, somebody I played basketball against didn't remember me. Oh, so you were like, oh, I must not have had yeah, that good of a game. I must have su- well, I do remember back at the game and I did, I did kind of go off and we actually... So then that's getting into the territory where he acts like he doesn't remember you, but he actually does. And I guarded him as well. That's when I made my mm-hmm. thought, okay, he's faking it. Mm-hmm. He's doing that thing where it's like, and dude, come on. you. We played each other two times a year. I guarded you. We beat you once, then y'all beat us. It's like it was back and forth. It was a rival situation. Yeah. You remember me, and guess what? I'm going to make you remember me today as well. And yeah. did you? How'd you play that yeah, second I go-round? dumped all game. over him. All right, and that's when I don't know what no, this part was, this is was, true because you didn't dunk on him. This was two years after we played, so that's what I was like. Maybe I've grown up. 
I'm a man now. I don't know. Me okay. Don't know what that whole part about you being a man had to do with anything, but let's move on. Mm-hmm. Two minutes in with this guy, I'm gonna need him to dial it back about ninety six percent. Who is this? The I think we one? know who we're talking about. Tanjiro or the <laughs> Cheeto in guy? the best part of the episode. I mean, he. I can just imagine how you reacted when that guy didn't act like he didn't remember you, and I don't think it was anything like this. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm more proud to call you my friend than that, so don't tell me. And in the best part of the episode so far, this girl slaps the absolute shit out of him. Yes. Multiple times. And it's good, because you gotta be a confident man, okay? What he needed to do was walk up to this lady and say, you're marrying me right now, and I don't care if you say no. You're doing it. So, a couple things here. I do, in a way, feel bad for him. I feel like we also could have misread these signs. She did come up to talk to him, he said. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, if you come up to talk to me and you don't want to get married, probably say that like yeah. relatively early on or else we could have a situation like this. And then the second thing, she said, um, I'm already engaged. I already have a fiancé. She's a pretty young girl. Like, yeah, but this, is, this reminds me of the olden times now. Now we're going back in the olden days. I, I thought we were in modern times. Now we're back in the olden times where they get married at 15. Well, yeah, we saw Tokyo. It looked pretty modern, but I did have the question here. You are an expert in Japanese culture, yeah, I believe you said. I am. Do the Japanese traditionally marry young? Yes. I, are you, now don't now they say... Do. I would say... There's a way that you could have given me that answer, which would have had more faith. It would have been if you had thought for like a couple seconds and was like, well, actually, from what I know, from what I understand, but instead you just started shaking your head vigorously and said, yes. Okay. So modern times, they've caught up with the U.S. It's more later on in life. But, okay, Chaz, look this up. I'm on it. The traditional because don't the japanese also it's like it's like an american thing to turn you know anywhere 18 to 23 and a lot of people like move out of their yeah parents homes don't they like just stay there until they get married or is that like china that is china they so they don't do that okay wow so maybe i'm actually semi-wrong on this okay Um, i'm not surprised so right here it's saying the minimum age for marriage is 19 for males and 16 for females in japan japanese in japan nearly 50 percent of women nowadays is between 25 and 29 more in the olden times it seems to be kind of aligned with the u.s as in i wouldn't even say as young as the u.s like you know in the u.s it was like 16 to 19 a lot of them yeah this is saying more in the times Japanese women were like 20 to 23 when they got married. Now or? Like 100 years ago. Now it's like now they're higher. They're going early. Now it's 23 to 25. Oh, okay. It was saying the God, minimum. God, you've, you've said so many numbers. Um, cite your source. That is? Courtesy. Uh, say courtesy of. Courtesy of <laughs> Snopes.com. Oh, we are so official. Okay. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, I think that's about it. All right. Fantastic. Um, so Cheeto Puff's name is, oh boy, Zenith, Zenitsu. Okay. Zenitsu. 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 I'm saying Zenitsu. Just say Zenitsu. 
I'm saying Zenitsu. Okay. <laughs> Agatsuma. Right? I, so let me say it together. Zenitsu, okay. Aga- Zenitsu Agatsuma. Oh, you really put the ga. Mm-hmm. Agatsuma. Okay. And what were you going to say? I was saying you don't, this guy, you don't need to think too hard about his name. You he just go deserve, for it? Yeah, you just go for it. Okay. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> he says that he needs Tanji's protection until he gets married. Now, while I'm not his biggest <laughs> fan, I know, I know, I know, I know. Don't worry, we're going to talk about it. While I'm not his biggest fan, I'm curious as to what this guy's story is. And good news, we don't have to wait long. It's a tale as old as time. He lost all his money to a woman. Not surprised. Fell into debt. Uh, the man who he borrowed money from was an old geezer who, as payment, repayment for his debt, just trained him to be a demon slayer. I, <laughs> it's um, okay. I mean, I thought that was kind of weird, but that's fine. He was hoping to die during final selection, but unfortunately, he is still alive. <laughs> What? This guy is such a sorry sack of shit. I know. That sounds like a Ronnie oh. note, like I was saying. Unfortunately, he's still alive. He is saying, unfortunately, <laughs> I am still alive. He planned on dying during final selection. How did this guy live? How did this guy, out of all the people that our old sensei sent to their death, mm-hmm. and this guy lives? Because the demons did the same exact thing you did when talking about his name where they were like yeah when in reference to this guy don't even worry about it okay like if the demons I thought you were had... gonna say this guy's like so highly skilled that he just doesn't know it or something no 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 no, no. not at all when the demons were like if I killed and ate him I wouldn't even feel good like counting it to my score <laughs> okay like it's like that. if you were really passionate about playing one on one basketball games with people you went to all these like uh, street courts yeah and you kept a running tally, and then, and then like you a, showed up. and then like a little six year old showed like, oh, I want to play. Like you're not gonna count that. You're yeah. gonna you might you do, really don't even want to take the time to do it. And that's kind of what the yeah. demons were doing. Okay. Um. So about this whole thing, he needs protection until he gets married. What What's up with that? I, does he think a woman's gonna protect him from demons? Well, I was I like, or does he once he's married, he can just not be a demon slayer? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, is there a rule that we have not gone over yet where, like, demon slayers have to... What if you just refuse to do your demon slayer duties? What happens? Have they said that? Well, you're going to get pretty backed up. Are they going to, like, put you in prison, though, if you're like, no, I'm not fighting demons, fuck it? Right, it's like, you decided to do it, and then who's going to... Like, are the demon slayers going to take the time to stop slaying demons and go after you? Yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot to think about here. I think this guy's crazy. I think he's a crazy person. Um, And oh my god, Tanji should murder him right now. That was the most anime thing I've ever seen. I didn't do it justice. You did I not. mean, there was like a backbend, a handstand, so many facial contortions. I, I can now say welcome to anime, Ronnie. Fluids. You're finally in anime, and you will get way more good times. Okay? Don't. This isn't the last you've seen of the anime culture. I'm excited for you, buddy. Can't wait for it, Chaz. Cannot wait for it. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Can't imagine why people like your sister don't respect anime, and it's because these are the things that they see. It's a shame. Anyway, Tanji is for some reason nice to this guy, better man than I. They split some onigiri as they walk, I presume, in a southeastern direction. Well, he was going to give him the whole thing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this guy, he at least does, like, split it with him. And then Tanji... Tanji's so nice, dude. He's like... Everyone knows a guy who is just... Too nice. Very nice. And it, like, will shock you how nice they are. We, of course, have a friend, um, Brock. He was on the podcast one time. It'll live in infamy. He's that guy for me where he's consistently so nice and sure maybe he'll have a bad day but i'm just like how does he do that yeah well there's another guy that i know that's just like i go play i've started to play pickups with him and he's the same way he's just like, so how nice. is he that nice yeah because uh, he says uh, are you sh- thanks hey tanji it was your fucking food yeah. bro <laughs> imagine saying imagine you out of all people, Ronnie Coleman saying thank you after yeah. you just gave away your food. You would first off, you would never give away your food. But create a situation where I did. I go, I split. I give you a honey bun. Give you a whole honey bun. When you split that and give me half, because you will give me half, I will not be like, uh, right, dude, are you sure? Thanks. I'm gonna go. And of course you will. Yeah. And of course you will. And then while you're eating that, you'll pull out the twelve pack that uh-huh. you have in your pocket. And grab another one. Well, I won't. Oh, you're talking about okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the honey buns. Yeah, you'll be like, here, I want you to have half of this. And I said, well, of course you would. Give it yeah. to me. Then you eat that, but then I find out that you have ten more right there, and I'm like, what the heck, man? <laughs> um. So turn out, turns out, Zenitsu's Sparrow is a pretty cool guy. When he flew up to Tanji earlier, he just absolutely shit on his handler. He was just like, he cries a lot. He's pretty creepy <laughs> yeah. with women. He's not very skilled. Uh, I need your help. Uh, Crow swoops down and says to run. Yeah. And I was like, so is this Crow, what is this Crow's deal? What is it mean? always just like, the only time we've seen it is when Tanji is walking in open fields in the middle of two and fro places. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like, well, he's never in the city doing the mission and the crow shows up. It's always after... T- Tanji, in between all these locations Tanji's gone to so far, it's like one big path in the middle of a huge field surrounded by mountain ranges. Is the demon slayer, the head of the demon slayer thing, is he a crow lord? Is he, like, manifesting his own oh. soul into these crows? Okay, alright, I mean, sure. I was just wanting to know, like, is this crow always hovering around above well, Tanji and we just don't see it yet? Or? That's a good point. And then did this crow go off to the scene and be like, and see what was happening and yeah. then come back and be like, run, what was are he you flying, doing? Yeah, was he flying back yeah. to headquarters, saw it, and was like, oh, he's now a demon slayer, get... he needs to be helping, this is happening. Because yeah. that's the, this wasn't what we were going southeast for, Right. I thought it was. I thought that they were. He Cheeto Puff was going southeast, wasn't doing his job. Then Tanji gets directed to go southeast as well, and then they're both just slacking off, just like, "Oh, we're just walking, going." And then the crow sees the situation. He's like, "No, you need to get there now." Okay, so you think this was Cheeto Puff's mission? Yep. He was not doing very well. Not doing too hot. No. Uh, crow came down, said southeast, southeast, flew away. They just started walking, lollygagging, sharing some food. And he was like, these motherfuckers, they don't understand. Yeah. Run! Run! Yeah. Okay, alright. And they're, and they're new to this. Like, if, if this was a crow giving this to Giyu, he would be on the ball like that. But Giyu, these, yeah. these guys are new, so they don't know. To- 
it's because I don't like how if there's one criticism I can give Tanji. Well, I give him two criticisms. First, well, he has a broken leg. He's a know-it-all, self-diagnosing uh, jerk who clearly does not have a broken rib, or if anything, it's a cracked rib. Can we agree that it's probably it's cracked, a cracked yeah. rib? And then a broken leg? No, it's not broke. It it's might fractured. have been out of socket. You popped it back in. You're doing pretty all right. Maybe it's a little sore, but you're like, that's not how broken legs work. <laughs> okay, yeah. you don't just break your leg and then be like, well, it's not that bad of a break. I'll just. I'll just walk a few miles on it. <laughs> no, you got to set that bone. Come on now. Um, so I want him to bond with a crow. The crow seems on top of it. Second favorite character behind Nezuko. Have you came up with a name for him? Not yet. But I will. Don't you worry. It'll come to me. I've got one. All right. Let's see how I like it. Because if, for those who don't remember, his first attempt was Scarecrow. Scrolly Crowley. Scrolly Crowley. More than two syllables. I kind of like a two-syllable name. Okay. You could go like a two-syllable name and then add the crow. So, if, for example, it could be like, and I'm not saying this is what it is, but you could be like, oh, Joe the crow. Okay. But what did I mean? What did you even say? It's not even stuck in my head. Scrolly crowly. Yeah. Now, when you, sometimes you hit on a good enough name like Doctor Genocidal Galapagos, which is much more than two syllables, but it rolls off the tongue. And everyone knows exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm just not sure Scrolly Crowley is what we're looking for. Okay. Keep trying. Take your shots. So, they find themselves in a forest. Tanji begins to smell a demon when they walk up on a house. And it's at this point, I'm not kidding, Chaz. This is Ronnie paying very close attention. When standing in front of this house at 7 minutes and 14 seconds into this episode, we get the first glimpse of Zenitsu, regular face without being contorted in an anime fashion or having some sort of fluids flowing out of it. And he looks cool. Why can't they do this always? 7 minutes and 14 seconds. Yeah. Um, and he's a cool looking character. Why can't they do this to him? What is the animation studio that does this? Ufotable, or Ufotable. And I, I am very photable, thank you. You always ask that, and I am. Um, so Ufotable, they they could have churned this sucker out, like, I think three months ahead of time if they did not have to animate all the different faces that they were forced to. Okay. Do you think they were forced to? And I, I agree with you. I don't think they wanted to do it. No, there's no way they wanted to do it. They were like, ugh. They're like six minutes into the episode, they're saying, Oh my god, he's got more snot coming out of his nostrils. He's like, he's just talking about rice. He's talking about rice cakes. With, why does he still have fluids coming out of his nose? And they were like, animate it. Yeah, they're like, it's in the manga. Do it. <laughs> poor, those poor people. And I did like one of my questions was kind of, or I did like that one of my one questions was kind of answered. Um, Zenitsu can't smell anything, but he can hear something. So I was like, all right. And he takes there. It's he kind just, of, he's like it a, seems kind of like an important thing. He's like a sound warrior. Whereas like Tanji can sniff out things. He can just hear them out with his syllables. Sound decibels. All right. Glad that uh, 11 episodes in, we reveal that not all of them smell good or uh, you know, have a good sense of smell. Some of them also have hearing. And you limp in with, he's like a sound warrior. 
you said something about syllables, but you were talking about Tanji, and it just didn't really make sense. But I'm glad, I'm glad that you tried. And I can't wait for us to do video podcasts so people can see how intensely you said Sound Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Okay. All right. Uh, Crotacular. Crotacular. He is Crotacular, but is that his name, you know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just giving him. Now we can say, like, once we have a name, like, oh, name is Crotacular. <laughs> okay. So we have some children ne- nearby. They are pretty terrified, but are put to ease at a gleeful sparrow. The sparrow's cute. It is very cute. They say the house belongs to a monster who took their big brother. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know if the microphone heard that, but do you need to go take care of that? I think I'm all right. All right, keep stewing in it. Um, Don't say that word. Well, that's what you're doing, because that was not dry. Tanji tells these children great job for following their brother here and then standing on the outskirts of the property for what seems to have been multiple hours. Uh, seemed like bad advice to me. Go get some help. Yes. What did you think of that? Like they didn't do it. Like why was he saying good job? He was he was lying to them. It was a pretty <sighs> bad job. I think he's just he's trying to make these kids not panic. Yeah, right. I don't. I mean, what what would you say to these kids? No, right that's. Here? I would just be like, okay, everything's fine. I wouldn't lie to them. Yeah. You know, well, saying everything's fine is also lying because well, their brother's more than likely at dead. That, at, uh, that's true. That's true, and I accept that. But at that point, Tanji might still think so highly of his skills that he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to save the day. Okay. Whereas after hearing that they were walking near nighttime with their brother, the brother was taken, it is now clearly at least almost noon, and they have just been standing on the outskirts of the forest crying. They haven't accomplished anything. No. Okay. They are no closer to helping unless, their brother. Unless did they did they uh, call home? the crow down and say, if they wave the crow, that that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool if they saw a crow and they were like, "Yo, crow!" <laughs> yeah, they saw the crow in the air and they're like, "We got to wave at this thing," and it just so happened to be our guy. And he's pretty perceptive, so I think that he might have seen him. Okay, I like that. Crocane. You're getting closer. Zenitsu hears a drum, and when a mangled body comes flying off the terrace, I get a little concerned. The blood situation is aggressive, to say the least. Tanji runs up. Luckily, we saw that four-episode arc earlier in the season, of course, when Tanji went through emergency medical training. He's going to put that to work here. He gets to the body and says, Are you (laughs) alright? That's this guy's inner... Inner internal uh, organs and everything yeah. look like they just have been shook around and just squeezed. We don't know what's going on the backside, but when the young man landed, it made such a splatter that we, if we had a canvas, we could have put it up for sale for $2 million, I yes. think. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it went all over the place. Now, this young man is just hanging on to life. I was getting ready to call bullshit if this guy lived, um, but long enough... He lived long enough to fight out the words to illustrate the trials and tribulations it took to escape. He caps it off with, Did I do all of that to still just die? And then he dies. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Looks like you did, buddy. They're pretty brutal stuff, man. And it's it's examples like that that make it hard for me to understand the Cheeto Puff moments. What do you mean? Like, you were going to be so brutal. Like, last episode, I saw an entire buff man arm come out of a young woman's throat. He then used that said arm to squeeze her head like a melon, where she laid still alive, saying, play with me, play with me. We move forward to this episode, where a guy throws himself off of a balcony, splattering blood all across the lawn, to say, did I do all that to just die? To then die. Okay. And in the first seven minutes of this episode... I did not see Cheeto Puff's face regularly animated, and he was going 100% the whole time. Yeah, because the girl wouldn't marry him. Why? <laughs> You're sending me mixed messages. No, I, I completely agree. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense why they... I understand if they did like a little bit of it, like it was literally like one scene, but when it just keeps o- being overdone... And well, it's like if you're going for a gritty, dark thing... But the first few minutes of the episode, yeah. I'm watching a man. Well, but you can a make boy. him be a you can make him be a pussy. But a boy. you can just, make him be a pussy. Yeah. But like, light it up a bit. Arm and alert. Look yeah. at him, and look at him now. Wow, you calling Armin a pussy? Did you just call he him? was he was he was. But they handled it fine. All right, here we go. Here we here we go. Uh, we get to the calling card. I don't want to talk about it. I think we all know what it was. It was bitchy. It's pretty bitchy. He drank a cup of coffee, still yawning. It is 7.43 p.m. 7.43 p.m. Friday night. Woo! Partay! Lit! Litty! Little coffee. Caffeine, crippling caffeine addiction. Didn't get enough in him. Betty Croker. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Everyone pause. Everyone calm down. It's clearly not a woman. All right, that's the first bullet point that I have. Second bullet point, crows (laughs) don't croak, they caw. Do I care anything about either of those two bullet points? No, it's Betty Croker. (laughs) Yes, yes. We will be calling the crow Betty, and will we address it by its full name, Betty Croker? Betty Croker, okay. Let's go. Betty Croker the crow. I knew one of them would land. Fantastic. I love it. I said fantastic a lot this episode, but I'm just in such a good mood. Now, a little good news. It's not the kid's brother. I was thinking it was, so that was a nice surprise. We do still have something to fight for. Uh, Tanji talks to the Z-Man. We are going to have to figure out what to call this guy, because uh, the two-syllable rule, it's just, I mean... You don't z- like z- Zenitsu? Zenitsu. It's just... It's easy. We're tripping up on it. It's Okay, Cheeto. I do think that it's like I'll throw in a couple Zenitsus and then I'll throw in a couple Cheeto puffs. While that, he that's t- more than two, that's three syllables. Cheeto. Yeah, puff. but it's Cheeto puff. It describes him so perfectly. It's one of the things okay. I'll let slide. Cheeto puff. You can say it pretty quickly. It's what he is too. He's a puff. You're right. He's not going to go. Then he does go. This is that kind of guy's kind of vibe. Now I'm on Nezuko watch. So in a more important moment, Tanji, yeah, Tanji leaves her box with the kids. Hold for more later. We enter the mansion. Pretty lackluster interior. What did you think of the interior in here? They got one of the doors. It's bland. It's very bland. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a twenty. Tell me, it's a dude that just finished college. He's not in a frat anymore, and okay. he's moved out into his own apartment right afterwards, and it's very bland. And he's passionate about entryways because they got yeah. the Japanese doors right. Yeah, he loves entryways. But when he got to the inside, you know, he set up a chair. He's like, his you know PlayStation what? and a TV, yeah. and he was good. And he didn't have any more beer cans to stack up on the wall or whatever, and liquor bottles. He's like, I'm done drinking. I He's drink like, I've grown much. out of that. Yeah. No more uh, flags up in my room. Yeah. You know, Trump flags, whatever the frat guy does. I was a big flag guy. You were a flag guy? I was like, I think... <laughs> I remember being like 17, and... Um, for some reason, being like, "Oh my God, flags!" in like ticked, uh, loved tacked flags. up, tacked up in a room, are like fantastic decorating. Okay, so what did you put? What flags? Well, I had like so my first year of college, I just had a flag of the college, so I did that, and then back home, um, like I gave my dad a flag because we have like a sports room, and I was like, "Oh," and we had a big wall that was blank. I was like, "Oh my God, we can just hang up this flag. It's gonna be perfect." Did he hang it up? He didn't hang it up. And I started thinking, and then I was like, why is he not hanging that up? And then like a few years later, we, you know, when I matured, I was like, wait a second. Flags aren't that good of decorating. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not terrible. They're not terrible. You, you can, can have be. about one flag. It's we better, have a flag in our apartment. It's better than this lackluster wall. Yeah. It's just very young man, I think. is. We, we had a Georgia flag in our point. apartment. I thought it looked all right. You did, and it was a kitchen flag. Yeah, which is an even. It's one of the top three decorating flags. flags is the yeah. kitchen flag. Um. So Zenetsu says something about protect me. Tanji takes this opportunity to inform him about his broken bones. He's still going on about this. You are fine. Luckily, Cheetah Puff handles that info pretty well. We don't have to talk about it. He's completely fine with that information. <laughs> no, he is not. Tell tell the class. What I just you saw. Did. It was like I don't know. I think my uh, Hulu or Netflix was it skipped, and I didn't see that part because I saw him being. I've completely got fine. to watch one of these episodes. With you. <laughs> yeah, my face does do something. Uh, the kids come running in after approximately 17 seconds. That's another yawn. Put it down. That's the third one. I didn't call out the first one. Now I don't know who to blame here. Because Tanji, he did not explain the box well. Not at all. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you agree. Matter of fact, all he said was, this is important to me, and walked off. Yeah. But also, like, what should he say? Hey, there's a demon in here. Don't open it up or she dies. Well, see, that's that's where I don't think you can get away with it. I would say, whatever you do, don't open this. Because if they open it, she dies. Like, but it's still not preparing them for the spooky noises. Don't open this. My favorite uh, frog is in here. You get now. You're talking. You got to be like, "Hey, something might move around. Don't open it." Okay, it's super important to me. I'm gonna go get your brother. Like, bring up the brother back in the conversation so they know the stakes are okay. high. It's very chaotic. Uh, Cheeto puff out of fear. Booty bumps Tanji and the girl into the next room. And what do we have here? A magic mansion. Dong, dong. Dong. It's now it's a drum, not a bell. So would you like to do your, would you like to do your drum sound? Ding. Ding. Okay. I mean, it is a tightly 
It's a higher. It's a tightly it's a, wound uh, drum, so it is yes. a higher pitch. Dung. Okay. Dung. Yeah, that first one was closer. It's. Dung. Yes, you gotta okay. have the twang in it. Okay. Nice. You got there. The two groups are separated while the rooms change. Bad time to be the boy, because he is with uh, Zenitsu. Uh, the girl's name is Taruko. I kind of like that name. It's a cute name. I think I'm gonna Still name my three daughter syllables, that. but it rolls. It feels like a tour. When the demon shows up, lovely long red hair, lovely long red hair. Now the kid does put Zenitsu in his place. We're kind of cutting back and forth, so stay with me. Oh yeah, this was the best part of the. Episode. I didn't like this part. What? I didn't like it. He acts all tough. And did I not mention three minutes ago how he was crying outside of the mansion while his brother was presumably dying on the inside? He's a little kid, though. He's not going to go running inside the mansion. So don't do this whole, oh. Well, now that he got stuck in there and he's seeing this little pusswad do it, he's like, dude, grow up. (laughs) I was fine with him calling him out, but I felt like he threw in like two extra punches that weren't needed. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot you really like Cheeto Puff. I agree. We got to have Cheeto Puffs back. It's just like now when someone who like when someone dies, say someone dies, right? And it's all Cheeto Puff's fault. Yep. Whoever comes down on him, it's not going to be as hard because he's going to be like, well, that one eight-year-old kid did rip into me pretty good, so I'm kind of prepared for this moment. I see what you're saying. (laughs) It's like earn it, you know, earn it. So uh, Zenetsu starts to run when he opens the door belonging to a warthog man is what I had it here. Yeah. yeah, I get the correct animal here in a little bit, but initially... So you didn't think this was a demon right off? I did not think it was a demon. Um... I probably should have. Probably should have. Well, I mean, it had he had the swords on his hips, so if you saw that, he, you'd obviously be like, oh, that's... Right. And the human body or whatever. Yeah, because my first take, I'll just say, was I was excited because this guy is also on the cover art for the series page, and he seems much more cool than the Z-Man. Okay. So I was like, okay, all right. Let's see what this guy's all about. Because I wasn't expecting to see him. You know, I was like, oh, we're going to get the Cheeto Puff episode somewhere a little later. We'll run into this guy on our adventure. No, same episode. It's a double dip. Back with Tanji, the demon turns out to be pulled straight from an episode of Scooby-Doo as he says, if it hadn't been for them and their meddling. Yep. Have you ever heard someone use the word meddling outside of a Scooby-Doo episode or reference? No. And I say reference because plenty of times have I said... I would have gotten away with it, too, if it weren't for you and or you, you meddling, meddling kids. kids. But you're referencing the show. Right. That is a direct yeah. quote from the program. Never once has anyone been like, well, yeah, R- Ronnie quit meddling around with that. Yeah, maybe like a, a meddling, you might hear, and this is like the only time you'd hear it, politician talk. They're meddling in my affairs. Oh, Something like that. I will say, the only things meddling are kids... And the only things getting meddled are affairs. There you go. That's what you come to the cup. That's what you come to the podcast for. So, by the way, uh, Scooby Doo Chronicles coming soon. So the Scooby Demon is pretty upset about all uh, these intruders. His blood demon art is drum-based mixings of orientations. And I think this is so cool. This is a great. very cool one. Yeah. I like. Let me think of all the ones we've seen so far. Arrows. 
Saw Arrow, Tamari. Way cooler than both of those. Are there any other notable ones at this point? The pool, swimming pool. Of course, under Lords. Yeah, um, that one was that one was Spooky. dangerous. That was a yeah. sneaky one. That one was definitely good. Um, but this one could make a person go insane. Yes, I, I feel like the swimming yes. one. You're just always like fearful of where he's gonna pop up. This one, you could get like if I'm Warthog, also known as Boar Man, Boar's Head. I call him. After the popular deli meat brand. Yeah. Imagine, like, every time he's hitting that drum, that room he's in is just changing, but it's always just a locked prison cell. Oh, God, because then you'll never get out. You'd never get out, but the room changes, so, like, ugh, terrible. I don't like that. And that you'll you'll end up like that guy that got splattered outside. He sure would. So Boar's Head breaks through. He has a couple of dual-action Nichiren swords. Pretty dope. Dual-action? Yeah. Dual-wielding? Dual-action. How, dual th- how did he get his hands on two? That's a good question. And, wait. Wait, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, he's got, he does have two. How did he do it? How how does everyone else only have one and I don't he has know. two? Did he just say, "Hey, can I have two? Like, did well, what? If- yeah, like was did he pass the test? And then in, when they were talking about like, oh, choose the ore that you want your sword made out of, or however that whole thing went down, was he like, oh, by the way, could I have two? Or if he picked a specific ore, where they're like, oh, you have to have two. And those one. two spooky uh, twins were like, we can never deny a guest, even at the most ridiculous request. Yeah, or he's not even a demon slayer. Okay, okay. Or he works at a Nichiren factory. Or earlier on, wasn't there only, didn't they say one more than how many were actually there? Remember when they? Oh, yes, 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 yes. I remember that because I, I put a pin in it. You and did. now I will momentarily take that pin out, read that note, and I'm going to put the pin back in that. Okay. Because that might be... Now it's weird that you say that because you've seen all two seasons, so. But I that's something that I don't know. Okay, all right. I don't know if it's answered either. We could see. I like that. Um, now the swords are shaped like a uh, serrated knife might be. Now let's play a game of does Chad know his way around the kitchen? Hosted by Ronnie. In a kitchen, what would a serrated knife be used for, Chaz? A serrated knife would be used for peeling potatoes. Incorrect. Eh. Well, you can use it for that. It's not the proper use. If I walked in... Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. If you said, Now, Ronnie, we are living together, but I'm having a lady come over. I'm going to cook her a meal. And I walked in after, I don't know, probably going for like a seven-mile run. Um, I was getting ready to use the kitchen. Saw that you were using push-ups. it. was like, okay, I'll just eat some of the snacks in my room. And you were peeling a potato with a serrated knife. What we would have on our hands at that point would be a ratatouille situation. I would say, let me crawl up on those shoulders. Let me show you how to yeah. cook a proper meal. And then when your girl gets here, we'll just act like I was had nothing yeah. to do with it. No, a serrated knife is used to cut like onions and stuff. Okay, he's wrong for the second time. No. Just kidding. Says. To fillet fish if you have your own okay. fish. <laughs> the best part about this game that you're implementing right now is both times I thought, okay, he actually does know what it's for, and then you just get it wrong again. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? Uh-uh. Dude, it's for mainly bread products. 
Oh, see, I don't. It's for right. it's for a tougher outer crust with a soft interior, oh, like, like a if bread. You, if you want to do like a hoagie, so it's you know it's serrated, so you can kind of cut through for the bread. Sub. But here's when you're using a serrated knife, people. This is so important. Don't put too much pressure. It's light. What you're doing with this light, you're going to squish the bread. Keep the airiness in there. The knife is structured in such a way that it can get through that harder crust, but then it will move swiftly through the inners. And it's for like subs, is what you're saying. I've used it for subs. Yeah, Yeah. you can use it for sub. You are right about it being light. You think that once you Mm -hmm. cut the outer part, that it's going to be kind of tough inside. No, it just goes right. It's a sawing motion, not a push and pull. Correct. It's a sawing motion, and you'll get to your destination. And that's how, if you'd want to stab somebody, Ronnie, with that knife. Mm -hmm. Well, first off, you don't want to do it with that knife. You don't want to stab them with that knife. But if you did, you'd have to saw them. Second. When you stab somebody with a regular knife, you just pull down as hard as you yeah, can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there. kind of like the big brother of the serrated knife is kind of like the handsaw, you know? Yeah. It's a serrated weapon. It would be much more efficient for getting through the epidermis, the skin, or the bone. So you're saying this boarhead guy is going to have to saw everything. Well, I'm saying is his name is Boarshead for more than one reason. One, he is... Uh, He's he's got a boar head, two, just like his namesake, he's worked very closely with boar head deli, boar's head deli products because he's making a bunch of sandwiches. And when he does so, he uses his Nichiren swords as the serrated knife to cut a six inch sub for you, and he will then use the additional six inch part and a whole foot long for me. Okay, and now with both of them, does he have to saw as much? If you use two at once, can you just cut, or do you have to saw still? That's so he's very efficient. He can make two subs at once. He can cut. Okay. But that's also foolish of me to say. Of course, you have to you know apply some sort of pressure to whatever you are. The serrated knife will get caught up in yeah. the beginning. You gotta have to kind of get it started. So you will have to put some pressure on the item that you're trying to saw. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that wraps up this round of Does Chaz Know His Way Around the Kitchen, hosted by Ronnie. And what a shame we leave this episode just as we are getting ready to get a duel. Oh yeah. Seems we got a fight on our hands. It is going to be wacky because the our orientations uh, they're already like Tanji was already like on the side of the wall or something like that, and he was like, "Oh, I was yeah. afraid this was going to happen." He was on one side, the little girl was like on the other. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for next episode. It's gonna be cool. Can't uh, wait for Cheeto Puff. Yeah. So Cheeto Puff, uh, I mean, he sucked. I hope that he can you know cool it down a bit. They can have some of this, but like oh yeah, he'll cool a down. bit. He'll cool it down. Okay, he's not going to cool down at all. Not looking forward to that, but what I did like, I like spooky mansions. The demon's blood art, as we talked about, very cool. And I think I'm going to like Boar's Head. Okay. All right. And what's his name? I don't know. I'm calling him Boar's Head. Do you, so you don't know his name? Boar's Head? It's a trick question. They don't say it in the episode. I wanted to see if you just thought that they did and said a name. <laughs> All right. You're going to keep me on my toes right here at the end of the episode. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Podcast Chronic. Patreon. Patreon is patreon.com slash podcast chronic. You get an extra episode a week. Um, and there's usually what I find is four weeks in a month. So you get four extra episodes yeah. for the price of $5. And what does that math work out to, Chaz? That is... before tax. And no. 
$1.25 per episode. That's fantastic. Okay, it's going to be in a well use of an hour of your time. Yep. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.